Thankfully, Paul cleared things up for them in the first two verses. Now he's talking about this man of lawlessness who will be revealed or exposed before or at the time of Jesus' return. What do you think he's talking about? Who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. 2-4 Now can you see why it was so important to get the tense right here? Whoever this dude is, he is already at work in the mid-first century, and is not a person who comes along later. The Thessalonians are suffering at his hand. But who is he? Come on Paul, name names. Hold on, Paul did name a name. The son of destruction at the end of verse 3. Who is the son of destruction? It sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it? There is another place in the New Testament where the same Greek words are found that the Nasp renders son of destruction and that is John 17:12, where they are rendered son of perdition. Apwaya, who was that, you ask? Why it was Judas Iscariot, the guy into whom Satan went when he betrayed the Lord. But Paul isn't talking about Judas Iscariot, is he? No, he's talking about Satan. Who invented apostasy, rebellion, in heaven? Satan did. Who instigated apostasy, rebellion, on earth? Satan did. Who opposed God all throughout the Old Testament? Satan did. Who opposed Jesus during his earthly ministry? Satan did. When the Pharisees were arguing with Jesus, who did he tell them their father was? Satan. Who was pulling the strings when Jesus went to the cross? Satan. Who was at work among the Jews who instigated the persecution of the church? Satan. Who will be exposed before the whole world for the fraud he has always been when Jesus returns? Satan. Who was and is the man of lawlessness? Turn in on Monday for more of the story.